0: Up Close with Monique McNeil McNeil on WUTY 97.9 FM. Thank you for tuning in to Up Close with Monique McNeil. Um, I have a very special guest with us today on the line with us. I'm going to be speaking with the mom of Brandon Hendricks, who was shot and killed um, by a stray bullet last year and um we're gonna speak with his mom Eve today and she's gonna let us know um the pain that she's endured during this time and how she's gotten through um such grief it only being just a year on January year on not, January on June, on June 29th on this year will be just this a year, year. Will be just- so I have Eve on so the I line. Thank you so online. much, Eve, for joining, much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So we're we're going to use this segment today um, to talk about Brandon and to remember his life and his legacy. And I, I want to thank you for allowing me that opportunity. Um, your strength and your your tenacity is so um, inherent. And I just appreciate um, you just having, appreciate this level having this moment with me. But I want to talk about Brandon. I want you to tell the world, I want you to tell the world about this star, about who, this star. Was, about who he was, what his legacy, what his legacy was. was, and what, you hope, and what you hope will be. Well, Brandon, Brandon
1: and, you. and you. Alison is a, a son, son back back and mother,
0: mother dreaming of having a girl, girl. with a
1: love family. Brandon's Brandon dream was, was to, to be, be one, of one of the greatest, greatest basketball, basketball players ever. His, His goal, goal was, was to do, to do for others, be there for others, as others has been there for him. He was just a magnificent, humble, loving, caring child. Just that just want to see the best in others. You know, Brendan put himself flat with everyone in front of him.
0: Right. Yeah. It's such a star, such a, such a star growing up. Um, and, and it seems like on and off the court, he really was just a, a, a star. He loved what he did. Um, I was watching some of his videos and, um, you know, me being a mom myself, it's, so bone-chilling to think about what happened to to Brandon. And if you could elaborate what happened on, on that day, on June 29th of 2020.
1: Well, I'll go back to June 28th. Okay. Um, it was a Sunday, okay. just like this. We had um, church by Zoom, um, after which you know, he asked me to fix him something to eat, some Barton burgers. You know, he had his burgers, and he told me that he's going to attend um, his friend's 16th birthday um, barbecue, and Davis and Heights. And he said, Mom, I'll see you soon. I love you. I'll be home soon. I said, okay. Around after midnight, on June 29th, I got a call from my dear friend, sister, his brother, best friend. CJ's mom, Charity. She said, um, Eve, um, are you sitting down? I said, mm. she said, you need to sit. I said, what happened? Is Brandon and CJ fighting? She says, Eve, I have something to tell you. She said, Brandon got shot. I said, what? She said, Eve, Brandon got shot. I said, Charity, where is Brandon? This can't be. She said, we're looking for him, we're gonna find out where he's at. And we call around, we call around. Um, I met some of his friends on Park Avenue that came by my house and they says, Mama Eve, Brendan is okay, he just got shot, he will be fine, you, need, you know, he's, he's gonna be okay. And we got a call that he's at um, St. Boron this hospital. I called everyone, his uncles, my friends, my coworkers, my aunt, his other friends. His coaches, his teachers, I call everyone. My daughter, and we all met at St. Barnabas Hospital. And when my friend Ty, Lorraine, we all met at St. Barnabas Hospital. When we got there, the detectives, the doctors, they asked a bunch of questions, his friends were there. I could see it in their face, that something is wrong. But I just knew that my Brandon is in, He's on a stretcher <laughs> waiting to, you know, be admitted or surgery or something. It's gonna be okay. Because that's Brandon. He's not into the streets, he's not into gangs, nothing. Right. Right. But Eve, I'm so sorry, Miss Hendrix. We tried but we could not save him. <sighs> that was it. I peed myself. I honestly peed myself. I saw my Brandon in a bag. I just going not believe it. That's the hardest thing. I just going not understand why. Why my Brendan, Right. he said he would be, he just went to a barbecue. Right. Just being a child. Just being a child.
0: Right. Right. I shouldn't have been. Just graduated from high school. Literally.
1: Literally two days after graduation.
0: On his way to college.
1: On his way to college, nine days before his 18th birthday. Oh. Shouldn't be. Brendan said he would be home. I'm still waiting for him. Right. I'm still waiting for Brendan right. to come home because it's the thing that any mother has to go through. It's
0: I can't. not. I can't. Even. <laughs> I can't even put into words um, to uh, just to explain what I I can't even begin to feel the amount of pain that you're that you're feeling right now. I know that I have a little boy um, and he's 17 months old and I know my biggest fear is that is your reality is my biggest fear is that he is it's go ahead.
1: Today um, makes three years, I believe, since Junior died. And I remember the day Junior got killed, I said, God, please protect my child. Protect Brendan. I would never want to go through something like this. Right. Right.
0: It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. The I was... world has- I appreciate you sharing your pain with us because I think that it's important for people to understand that, um, you're missing your child. You're missing your child because of a senseless act of violence. And this is why we're, we're, we're really, you know, when I heard of your story, I just, from seeing his picture, his, his beautiful face, um, it just really touched my spirit to, to look in his eyes and to say, oh my gosh, here is a beautiful black boy who will be who's going to be a man in the world and should have been a man in the world. And was taken yeah. not by anything that he had to do with, not by his own hand, not by a, a car accident, not by a medical injury or a medical uh, diagnosis. This is all on the act of violence. Yes. Yeah. Of violence. Do we know why or, or what? I mean, there are could never really be a good reason, but what was, do, do we know what caused this person to, to do such this unspeakable in, in act?
1: Well, the story I got um, is the monster that took my son's life was um, playing dice, I believe, with some people from that area, and he lost and the day after the barbecue, um, he saw those people in the crowd and he decided to just shoot widely. And, um, of course, my son, along other kids, kids, oh. I mean, the days that people respect children, elderly, right. you don't shoot where you are. And he just decided to shoot. And um, with everything, the confusion, um, everything that was going on, kids running all over the place, my son, Brandon, got shot. In his neck
0: three times and probably didn't even see it coming, probably was even no, oblivious didn't. to what was happening because he was just enjoying, just graduating. Right. He was enjoying yeah. in summer, as, enjoying as, a cookout as he should, as he should. He's a right. child, that's right.
1: Kid, going away to college of a long term goal. His friend just turned 16. As they should. How can we lock our kids? It's summertime. Right. Lock our kids in. Right. They're they children just like we were. We were able to play outside. And yet, yet, his life was taken. He got his right lungs punctured. And that's what killed my son. Bullets to his lungs. From his neck to his lung. Yes.
0: Know. Now, is this, is, they caught this monster, correct? Is this monster? They, um, seven, six or seven days.
1: Yes. Brandon's birthday was July 7th last year. Um, and they caught him July 5th, I believe. Yes. Or 6th. Yeah. Within that week. Because I prayed, I prayed to God. I prayed to God and I prayed to Brendan and I said, please, you did not deserve this, God. My son did not deserve this. No kids deserve this. Please, people like that not allowed to be walking the street to kill other kids, to take other lives. So God, please, because I said, God, if you do not allow the police to catch this boy, I am going there personally. Right. And it could be his son, his mommy, his granny. Anyone, it will be a life for a life. Right. And the following, the detective came and they so said, "We caught him." Okay. But is that good enough? No, because my son still is dead, and that monster is still alive.
0: Still not good enough. Right. Um, right. I, I I thank you for your strength and the things that, you know, that you're attempting to do within in the community um, to bring awareness. And as long as God gives me breath in my lungs, I will make sure that I always say Brandon Hendricks name and that yes. his name and his legacy uh, will live on really? forever because yes. his name, mm-hmm. I, I his name can't he didn't die in vain.
1: No, okay. he didn't was not born in saying he lived a good life. Brendan did everything right. Wow. He made sacrifices, he's a leader, isn't he's, he's not selfish, he's very smart. Right.
0: He put everyone first. He, I, I was watching. You know, I it made me giggle because I was thinking about some of the videos that I had seen on your on your Facebook, and he just was such a just a play like type of. He was a kid. He was just a, a goofy. He was silly. He was just so vibrant and full of life. And it, it watching his videos and watching him brought light to me. Just seeing him seeing his face seeing hearing his laugh and um this is why we have to really you know we got to call for change on on this gun on legislation we have to call for change on on this gun violence or violence in general we have to do something um because this is we're killing each other you know we we Mm -hmm. talk about black lives matter and we want um the recognition of our holiday and to be respected and to you know to not be killed by police and not be you know victimized and brutalized and uh criminalized by a system but we're doing that to each other and yes, it, yeah. it just infuriates me to my core because mm-hmm. we should we're we're killing each other this is yeah. we have to do yeah. better and, for what? For what?
1: Brendan had nothing. I mean, what Brendan has, no one can take that. He went with it. We have nothing materialistic. We're not rich. Right. So he had nothing that no one you know wanted because what he had no one could take. He has skills. He has brains. He has looks. He has charm, charisma. You can't take that from him. You can't take that. All these kids killed senselessly. You cannot take what they have. What you have done is left a community, family, in pain, in sorrow. June 29th will make one year since my Brandon went away. And I cannot tell you how hard and scared it is for me. Every day I cry for my Brandon, every night. I can feel my son with me, hugging me, comforting me. Comforting me because I depend on Brandon. Brandon told me last year, Mother's Day, he said, Ma, thank you for loving me, caring for me, protecting me. You took care of me the best way you could. Thank you. And Mom." Four years, I will take care of you. Your life will be better. Oh my so, my son wants to work so hard. God. So hard. Can you imagine what I feel? Because I want to see my son live a full life. Absolutely. And that's you should have. His dream was to play in the NBA, if not to be a physical therapist, a, a coach to work as a gym teacher his life was surrounded by basketball not gun not gangster my son was not a gangster not a part of a gang my son was just Brandon Hendricks that loved girls and basketball loved to go to school
0: right
1: loved his mom loved his family loved his friends he treated everyone equal. It doesn't matter who you are.
0: That's because of you.
1: He He labels no one. He sees everyone as equal, as brothers and sisters. That You know, it it is hard. There are days that I feel like I cannot live without him. And I'm this close, this close to take my own life. And people have to know
0: these things. This is what we are going through. Right. Right. And that's why I wanted to have, I, I, you know, I, I need it for you to say that. I need it for you to say that. I need it for you to really express your pain because.
1: Let me tell you a story. One night I was dreaming and in my dream, Brendan came and he said, mom, you need to wake up in my dream. And you need to wake up because something bad is in the house. And when I woke up, I was in front of the stove, turning the gas off. I live alone, I live with my son, and my cat Friday, of course. I live with my son, I depend on my son and he's still taking care of me. Do I want to be with my son? Yes. Because that's so much I love Brandon. You have no idea how much I love Brandon. Right. Right. It was that it was my friend, my best friend. Everything in the world to me is everything
0: to me. I can't just, just imagine because I am really? a mom, that love is just is just so profound. And then to have him be the man of the house, it seems like he was your yes. man. He was, he yes. was your protector. He was your son. Yes. He was. Yes, I'm my best friend. everything. I would before I go to work. I will say,
1: Brendan, does these look good together? He's like, Ma, come on, that's whack. <laughs> <laughs> I. It, it's hard to walk into or pass a store because I will always call and say, Brendan, listen, I see something a sneakers or whatever. It's hard to cook. There's another thing. It's hard to cook. It's hard to eat. I get right. I'm angry. Angry of society and, and
0: angry with with these politicians. Well, angry. Well, of course. And this is why, I, I mean, has any of these politicians come forward um, to assist you in any way or to sit down with you to create? people?
1: There's um, Ms. Vanessa Gibson. She's running for bar president. I met her last year. Okay. Um, at Brendan's funeral, June 15th, July 15th. And until today, that lady has not left my side. Not because of politics, but because she cares. She calls me two in the morning, three in the morning. Hey, are you okay? okay? She don't call, she t- Dear Clark calls me sometimes. Right. It's gonna be okay. Fine, um, don't worry. Just stay strong. You know, um,
0: that yes, must be the hardest two, thing for you to do, though, is to stay strong, because as parents, as we live kid. for our children.
1: I live for my kids. That's I have right. Two kids.
0: That's right. I have
1: two kids, boy, and I have a granddaughter. But my Brandon, <laughs> my Booby, as I call him, my Booby. Oh my Booby. Right. So right now... Every day now, I say, God, how long, how long can I do this? How long can I be away from Brendan? Right. Every morning I wake up, I'm surprised. Every morning I wake up, I'm surprised to be alive. Right. Because every I lay down, I say, okay, God, this is about be the last. Because I miss my son. I need him. But there are a lot of brandons out there that we have to fight for. We have to protect. Yes, we,
0: have to. we have to. Enough is um, enough. I've had enough. I've had enough. I cry. Yes, yes. I, you know. Enough, enough. Before I even made this, before we even um, started the interview, I cried for your son. Um, okay. Because his life had a value. And what enrages me so much is that the, the the discern that people have or the valuation um, of life of human life that they it's just you're so quick to grab a gun or do something or go out there and make a decision on somebody's life. I had enough of this in my field that I'm in the, the so many different survivors and victims that I've spoken to um I'm tired. And I'm speaking right to our community. I'm I'm talking right to you, our people. I am tired. I'm tired of the the Brandon Hendricks that are happening throughout this country, within our own cities, within our own. Enough is enough. This mom is grieving. She's going to grieve forever. Forever. She's going to hurt. Forever. And was it worth it? His life? because you got mad over a dice game or whatever the case may be, you decided to take a life. I am just just enrages me. I have my ups and downs with that where I, you know, have different guests that come on and it just, I, I'm just, it's just so senseless. It was so, it's just so senseless. He was going to be something great in this world for our community and for our people, for his mom and for you.
1: First generation. Yes. But he,
0: you know, um,
1: Brendan died before he was 18, but he lived a full and beautiful life. I just wanted to see him as a grown man because he deserved that. He worked hard. I mean, when I say Brendan worked hard, he worked hard, hard for everything he has, to be where he, he was. I, I he did yeah. not like Nothing was given freely. You have to work for it. There was no handout. You had to work for it and you worked hard for perfection. And yet, but we have to do something. We have to do something. We have to police our own communities, neighborhoods, get rid of all these criminals out of our communities. We know who they are. You know who they are, community. You got to get rid of it for your own children, grandchildren' sake, the generation that's coming, our black youth that are coming. They need to be here, and if we keep turning our back, closing our eyes, shutting our ears,
0: and, and that's and that's and that's the major issue that I have with a lot of you know leaders um, is that they're so quick to put politics before policy of you know creating. Um, policy that actually makes sense creating programs um to help you to keep them you know occupied to you know when you see a child has anger uh anger management issues addressing underlining uh, mental health Mm -hmm. issues because if you could just go and kill someone you have a mental health issue okay it's a problem homelessness these are all things that are affecting our community the drug usage. I mean, this is, is, is just crazy. And more needs to be done. This is just... Because that the village? monster who took Brandon's life was a child himself, was he not? 22. 22. With a child. With a child. Now, what is going to happen
1: to his child? What is going to happen to his child that is innocent? We always say it takes a village to raise but where, where was the village? Where is the village right now? Because every day, in broad day, like two kids almost got killed. I two kids it. got almost killed. Yeah. There are days where people respect children. You don't shoot around kids. You shouldn't be shooting regardless. But where's the village that's supposed to raise these children? Where are the uncles? the aunts, the grandparents. Well, you can't and, say, oh, rather no.
0: And that's where the older, the older quote-unquote Gs are supposed to be schooling these young um, guys and letting them know that there, there's certain ethics, there's certain responsibilities that, you know, that, that, that we're doing what we're doing, but there's still, we got to do it the way we do it. If that's, we're going to do it. Like, come yeah. on. And these older guys are supposed to be telling these younger kids, don't do that. Don't pull a trigger. Put down the gun, brother, because this is what's going to happen. You end up dead or in prison. And that's exactly yeah. what just happened here. That's so true. I'm talking that's to true. all the all the OGs out there that, you know, these streets are supposed to be your responsibility. These younger guys, teach them, teach them the right thing. Teach them that this is that that way is wrong. You know, you're supposed to say, "Listen, brother, I already did this. I already did that. It leads here, which is nowhere." Why aren't you teaching these young men this?
1: Like you said there are two things. Either you go to prison or you are dead and get buried. Now, where are they? Are they the ones that encouraging them? Where are these kids get the guns from? Right. Again, parents that see things going on in their household, see things going on with their kids, but either you're scared or you just don't care. Right. Do that. Because whenever you see your child on TV shooting at someone with a gun, how does that make you feel? How does it make you feel to know that your child took my child' life and I'm living in harmony? If you had the, and the opportunity... And you could have done something about it. Right. You could have done something about it. Right. Don't your child deserve to serve the rest of his life in prison, not coming out 20 years, 15 years, 30 years later to do the same thing most of them? When things could have been prevented. And like you said, our kids
0: they need mentors. They need, they mentors, need- role models and mentors and resources and programs and therapy and treatment and just yeah. love. They need love. There, there is no love. There's no love. You know, the other day I somebody was walking down the street and I, you know, smiled and I said, you know, I hope you have a great day. And the person looked at me like Like, so angry. Why is there so much anger? I can't wish you a great day for no reason at all. I don't know you. But God bless you. you. Have a great day. There's so much anger that's happening. That's going on to each other for no reason.
1: You know, you say good morning. Oh, what's so good about the morning? Well, you're alive. That's what's so good about the morning. Right. You're alive. Right. But we really have to find a way to get these criminals, these guns out of her community. We don't make guns in New York
0: State. You, you, we don't I, you're absolutely right, we don't.
1: Well, it's not loyal.
0: It took my child, it took gun
1: killing is over two hundred than last year. Over two hundred lives at this time, June twentieth, taken than last year. Over two hundred. Than last year, June, this time. So it's not even August, it's not even the middle of the summer, but yet all, all all of this. And every day we march, every, you know, whenever someone gets killed, we gather and we beg for peace. And less than five minutes later, shooting. So it's like we're talking and we're talking, and the more we talk, the more somebody's killing. Now, where are these kids get these guns from? who is responsible because obviously our words are going to the wrong ears.
0: Right.
1: Words are going to
0: the wrong. Right. You know, we need legislative action. We need legislative action. Um, I don't know who, I don't know who is, uh, running in your district, but I know people are up for election. I I believe it. Is it not June 22nd? June 22nd,
1: next Tuesday, this Tuesday, rather. Okay. Um, you have Eric Adams running for mayor. Yes. And he was, he was an ex cut police officer.
0: Yes. Yes. know um, about him. I, I, I actually like him.
1: Yes. I voted for him openly. I voted for Eric Adams. You have um you have um a lot of people. I don't even remember their name running for mayor. And um, but running is one thing. You can always run, you can always talk but there is, we need to see action that's right. because we are voting to do a job to secure our community. It's you know, it's, not a it's
0: like we have to, we have to turn to these committees and make them push bills and legislative action through it. That's what yes. essentially needs to happen. There needs to be more people. See, the thing is we're too complacent. A lot of people just yes. sit back and say, yep, it's so horrible. And then, The next day they're going about their business. That's not how it works, okay? There's actual a process that needs to take place. And that's about us standing firm, standing up, speaking out, Mm -hmm. showing up, and demanding that we get this done. And that's how we get change done. It's not going to be, you know... Past, maybe. Past the next day. It's a process. You have to stay firm, just like you breathe. And you want to, your children to live every day. You have to fight for this, like it's your last day. Like it, this, this is like for Brandon. This is was his last breath. We got to fight for this type of change. Okay, every day. That means showing up. That means attending those town hall meetings, attending, you know, being involved, voting. These are all things that matter. And And make sure your right to vote and that we have to vote. We have
1: to vote. And not just vote, know who you're voting for. That's right. Know who you're voting for. Whatever you expect. You don't just vote and forget about it. Whatever you expect. You have to make sure that it is done,
0: and you make sure that that leader is drafting bills that are that's going to make change. You got to make sure that com- he's drafting that he's going to back you. He's going to back his constituents. Something has to be done. This is crazy.
1: Our communities, you know, our poor communities. These are the targeted communities right. where crime is. But we don't, you know, you don't want debt Margin to passed. knock on your door. You don't want someone to come and tell you or a phone call that your child got killed senselessly. You don't want that day to come and that's when you're going to start making change. No, no, we've got to prevent it. we we got to keep things in the, in the green zone. We don't want it to get to the yellow zone or the red zone. We need to keep it in the green zone. Because once it gets out of hand, it just and that's exactly what is it, going on. We have no, there's no control. I don't see every day you turn the news on. I mean, you are walking one block and, and another block, someone is getting killed. It can happen to anyone. of us, me, you, any one of us, That's going right. to church, to work, to right. the store. That's right. We're not in our own community. We're not even safe in our own home. Look at the boy in Queens, that 10-year-old, that got killed inside his home over a parking space that is parent fighting for.
0: Oh my gosh! And we talk about freedom, and we raise this freedom. flag for Juneteenth because we're supposed to be free. Well, I don't free feel free. What? I don't feel free. Oh, I. Get, I,
1: I feel trapped because I get. I'm scared when I'm going. As soon as I step out my door, I'm scared because you just don't know when a stray bullet is going to hit you. You won't see coming. You just won't. Just like my brain did. Right. just You just don't know. You know, you don't wake up and say today is a good day to die. Uh, you don't. You don't. You, you know, you have parents like me that sit home waiting for our kids, wondering where our child is, looking at the time, and then you get a call that, I'm sorry your child won't be making it home. He's at the hospital, he died.
0: I can't even imagine that. I, I just, I can't that- sit here. You know, can, can you be happy to 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 to, to be happy?
1: What can you expect us to be happy? To be pleased. We just live. We're just living as parents. You know, this is the worst feeling in the world and we don't want no one no one have to feel this. It is not a fun clap. It's a heart break. That just won't mend. It just won't. It's like giving birth over and over and over again. Especially at night. Especially at night. Especially at night. I can't, I Not, can't. Me. Not my Brendan wanted to live. He wanted to live. My Brendan legacy is his memories that will always his name. Is his playground, Brendan Hendricks B. Diddy playground that was named after him or is named after him? His legacy, it's who he is. I can't, it's hard to talk about my son in the past because he's still alive in my heart. I feel it every day. You said, Mom, come on, you can do it. I'm not ready to see you. I know my son. He's not selfish like that. He's not ready for me, but I'm ready for him. Cause I don't know. I don't. I've lived without Brandon for almost a year. I don't know how I'm doing it. I really don't. Cause at times I feel like I'm dead, but I'm alive. It's I love my son so much. <laughs>
0: My boobie. Yeah. I see. And and this is what I want. Every person out there, I want every person who thinks that they're going to go pick up a gun or they're going to go conduct some act of violence or they're going to because they're angry to listen to your cries, to listen to your pain and your hurt because it's not something that could ever be undone. And I think that that's, the issue with a lot of these kids is that they're so impulsive that they're thinking of in this moment, in, in this, this moment, yeah. they are not thinking yeah. about tomorrow, the next day or 15, 20 years from now. They're not thinking about that. Um, and I just, you know, your strength is just so powerful. There's there's probably people out there listening that's just like, you know what, I, she gave me strength to go on, she gave me strength because he is not the only one. Unfortunately, mm. there's a lot of Brandons yep. out there. There's it's a lot burning. of victims out there and survivors out there. That yes. them listening right now, they're like, "This woman, she knows my grief. She knows my pain, and this is just happening too much." So,
1: I have to stop. How it has We have to find a way. We have to. We and we cannot depend on anyone. The community, we as a community, we have to do it. That's right. It's because up to us, they don't okay. live among us, they don't live in space. They live among us. You are not, you know, telling on anyone. You are protecting another child's life. That's right. It could be your own. child. You know. We're protected. We have to protect each other. We because you
0: have, have to look out for one the, another
1: love. and love. I'm, I'm sure there are other mothers, there are other family members out there who can relate. There are days where you don't even feel your own heartbeat. Because I don't at times. Don't even see. Someone said, oh, do you feel? I said, I feel like getting a knife and carved inside my heart just to feel the pain because I cannot feel my own heartbeat. All I'm feeling is pain and anger and hurt beyond this world. Just want to see my son's face, to see his smile, to hear his laughter. I have to go and look at a video. A video when I had my son here with me. I have to go look at a video just to hear him laugh. When I want need my son I have to dream right. this, has to this has to end another life cannot be taken it has to stop and stop today that's to stop because there's going to be an ultimate sacrifice it has to it has to stop because it's, not, it's going to be an ultimate sacrifice and if that's going to take me to open people's eyes for others because somebody got to stop it (sighs) and every day God just please let my son present himself and just ask everyone to be at peace just for a second God just let my son say listen guys enough is enough you got to stop killing each other you killed me, but the other child needs to be here. My son did not leave a child behind. That was one of my biggest things. See my son getting married and I have kids. I won't have that.
0: All I'll have is his name. I'm so sorry. I, I, Emer- I don't even know what to say. Like I, I just all I can say is that um you know I want to do my part um, as a citizen, as a constituent, as a mother, as as a sister, as, you know, a loving person is to, number one, to never forget Brandon's name and to make sure that I push for um, legislation and push our leaders. I'm going to do our part and everybody. Like I tell everybody all the time, you don't have to have a degree in this field to care about your community, to care about to make change. And... And love. And love. And be giving. And be kind. Be kind to each other and look out for each other. You know? But they don't know what they do to do to 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 us. Parents, a lot of
1: us. Right. It makes me feel like what am I living? The person I was living for was him. I woke up, I go to work, work 60 hours a day. For him. For him oh. make sure he has food clothes TV phone lights, a roof to make sure there's a college fund to make sure he can go away for school vacation trip to make sure he doesn't live less than anyone else you don't have to beg I lived for him
0: right. so sacrifice for him
1: that from me yeah. so what else is there for me I love my daughter to death and my granddaughter oh that boy that's my heart right. you took it from me there are other kids there that don't deserve that their parents don't deserve that and they're alive and we gotta keep them alive we gotta come together because it can't happen to anyone's
0: child right no at one, one is accept- at any time any- doing nothing stupid in their bed going to the go. park <laughs> Trying to enjoy a hot dog and a soda.
1: Barbecues. What are you going to do? Lock the kids out? Lock them in the house? They were in there all last year because of Corona. What are you going to do? Keep locking them in the house? And that's my biggest fear.
0: That's my biggest But yeah, but you
1: lock them in the house, and that one day you decide to let that child out, that child may not return home. Is that what you want? You can do something. To, you have a voice. Let it be heard. Let it be heard. Absolutely. You have a voice. Don't just think about your child. Think about all these kids that want to live a full life. Absolutely,
0: a full life that deserves to live. That deserves to live. I think that's what makes really? this even more, more troubling for me. Um, to know that he was not a part of that type of life. No. He did not live that type of life. He wasn't involved with the with that type of life. Um, well, he had... He had uh, hopes and that, dreams. He had promise and he had dreams yeah. and he achieved, you know, graduated. He was He had a promise to be successful. He, you know, was on this path. And I think that, to me, is what makes this situation so much worse. Now any violence is not good. Well, when you're no. when you're in that field and you're playing in those games and you're playing in those streets, those are the things that happen. But to be an innocent bystander. That's what makes this even more disgusting. That's what makes this to me that we we got to we got to th- think about all the people out there listening that are tuned in. You need to, you know, support Eve if- and in coming up with some type of legislation to protect yes. our children because this could be your child. This could be your child. Your son, your your daughter, your nephew. Your grandchild. Can be you as an adult. You know, if I came home, like you said
1: earlier, and my son went in his sleep or he's playing basketball, i probably even get hit by a car. But to know that some monster My son was sitting there in his his blood, pooled of blood, saying, God, why, why me, God, why? What have I done to deserve this? I have plans, I have dreams, I have hope. What about my mother? My son was sitting there in pain, in pain. Every day I see that picture of my son just sitting there dying. And nothing, no one can save him. No one could save it. I can just imagine all the things. He worked so hard. He's saying, God, I worked so hard. Why? Why me? Why? What have I done? I did everything you asked of me, God. I did not run the street. I did not shoot guns. I did not steal. I did not rape. I respect my elders. I went to school. I served you. Why? Why me? Why now? Why now? when I have a month to go away for school to live my dream? Every day I have to live this. How can I be happy? How can I want to be with Brandon? I love him so much. So much. Brandon is everything to me. And this is why I go so hard for another child. Because I can imagine and I know what another parent is feeling. That's why I go so hard and I will never stop for another child to live a full and decent life. That's why we have the scholarship foundation. I want That's you why
0: to we tell, have. I, I want you to tell us about that scholarship foundation that you have set up. Well, how, and how can people donate to it? How could uh I myself would love to go on and donate to the scholarship fund. Um Well, um
1: it's a Brennan Hendricks scholarship fund. Um, there's a link. I'm going to post it as soon as we get off here on Instagram that you can go to and you could donate money. Um, every last year we gave kids graduated from high school entering into first year college. This year we are giving 10, 10 kids $5,000 um, each, 12th Grad, grade graduate, first year college. Wow, um, Brendan. Like I said, it's not selfish. He's a leader. He wants every. He wants the same for others, and that's what he said when he was in seventh grade. Um, that you know, apart from being a basketball player, he wants to be there for others, and that's what we. That's how we all supposed to be be there for others, not just for ourselves, to be there for others, you know, um, this, uh, I'm going to play the clip if I can find it, of, um, what he said and, and this is it. Well, besides being an athlete, I want to be a role model to to others and I know that there's people that help me, um, to where I want to go, and I want to be—I want to be the same Wow. Brendan wanted to be the same for others not just about basketball. It's not about him. It's about us, us. So, like I said, Brendan had no kids. So this is his baby. This right here this is his baby. Right. This is my grandchild. His scholarship in his name. Brandon
0: Hendrick Scholarship Fund. I would love if, if If you can put that, the the link in the comment section. Yes. Just so people can see it because I, you know, I got people, you know, hitting me up right now um, asking what that link is that they want to donate. They want to be a part of this cause um, to contribute to his legacy um, and to help push another child forward because that's that's what brandon would have done and that's what he was on his journey to do um and and that that's what it's about is really keeping his legacy alive keeping his his dream alive and reminding you know others out there that this world we have to we have to live as though as brandon lived which was to love and 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 enjoy life and to give and to uplift and to be a part of each other and to want to have a vision and and hope and all these things that Brandon was about, that is a compass of who he was is it's important um, that we remind the world essentially that we have to live as, as, as Brandon was on his journey living, you know, that that's, he was a perfect role model. Um, Just. uh,
1: uh, Like perfect son. That, just love everyone. Just love life and just want it to be the best. He was the best. For me, the best. Did everything right. I don't think my son has ever used the word but to me. If he did, it's behind me. <laughs> he may not like what I said with I said, Brennan, oh, can you clean the bathroom? Right. He will say, okay. But he will never say but. No. No. And he never hand the phone up, leave the house without... Telling me he loves me never, and 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 I, I just love him so much. I, it's hard living without him. It's hard right. living without him, right. and I don't want no. You know, mothers, we're not supposed to be going through this. We didn't push our, we didn't
0: have our kids. No, no, he's supposed to be burying you. Yeah. that's the way it's yes, supposed to be. He's supposed to be laying you to rest as as, yes. as a, a older man. And it's yes. not the other way around. Absolutely. This is not how it's supposed to be. It's not how it was written to be. We have right to on. fight. We have to, let,
1: we have to lift our voices and put to protect our kids in our community. Because our, our kids are, they are the future. They're the next generation. Our black kids, strong black men. Yes. yes. You know, we, we we cannot die like this. No. We cannot die out like this. Our black men cannot go like this. They have to live. Our generation, black race, have to live. Have to survive. Else, nothing else matters. Juneteenth wouldn't matter. I mean, my God, like you said, we're killing each other. So we, if, if our ancestors could just see us now, if Marcus Garvey, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X. Right see what they fought for. These boys walking around with their pants at their ankle. Disrespecting their elders.
0: Killing each other. No appreciation or value or or understanding the value of life. No. No hope. We came from... No hope. We came from... No ambition. No
1: ambition. That's it. But when there's a child with ambition... With hope, with dreams. Yet, it was not good enough. It was not good enough. And we see it and it just keeps going and going and going because everyone is too busy. Too busy with their own life. Right. To save another child's life. We have to be unselfish. Because like I said, the mayor, the governor, you all have kids. President. The commissioner. You all know yourself. You all have kids. It can happen to your child. At any time. It doesn't matter what community you live in. It's not too sheltered. Can your child have to go outside? It can't come into your home. Don't let that happen. Start you think we're from the bottom, so start from the bottom. Start with our community. Start with us. Protect the the people you serve, the people that you're working for. Protect them. Do your job. Do your job.
0: And speaking, of, and speaking of doing jobs, is there anything that you're, you know, out there doing in the community? If anybody wanted to reach out to you or uh, participate in any of the things that, you know, that you're a part of or just wanted to reach out to you, how could, you know, the listeners out there um, reach you or contact you? How could they, you know, get in touch with with Eve Hendricks? You know, I am at.
1: I'm at the world, the, the country, the 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 community service at uh twenty four hours, it's um Evangelix, you know, on Instagram, Evendrix on Facebook. Um, uh, my phone number is there. Um you can write me, you can text me, you can call me, doesn't matter. I will always be available. Always be available, always available for someone else. Because we are our brothers and sisters keepers. That's right. That's About, right.
0: Now, we got, about, we got about five minutes left. Is there anything that you want anyone out there to know about Brandon or any last remarks or, you know, I just want to give you the, this, you know, five, four, four minutes to kind of, um, if you wanted to re-elaborate on anything or just. Um, on, well, on June 29th. Okay. Which um, one year. Since
1: my Brendan went away, we will be having his uh, candlelight memorial on his basketball court, Brendan B. D. D. Hendricks basketball court in Courtland, and July seventh um, will be his birthday, and we'll have a Brendan Peace Day, same um, Brendan Hendricks um, B. D. 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 Basketball court, you know, between Cortland and Park Avenue, and um, we'll also um having his the street renamed after Brendan, one five six and Park. Going to be renamed after Brendan, and I know somebody might say, "Yeah," but what? Because he deserved it. He lived a life to show. We went down in the legend, went down in history. He lived that life, that life, and that's what it's all about: living that life that's that right. example. So, example, be an example. Live like five. LL five. Live like five. You've got to live a decent life. Not for yourself, but for others. Put yourself last. You have to be the last person to jump off that boat. And that's Brendan. He put everyone first. He was there for everyone. And I love him to death. I love him so much. It's hard to explain, but I love my son. And I would do it all over again, just for him. Because that's who he is. Just a humble Boy from the Bronx, Monroe High School, Monroe High School, Fordham Prep, Metropolitan, all the way.
0: Well, I want all the listeners out there to to remember Brandon Hendricks and his legacy, um, and his life, and 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 just say his name. We have to say his name. We cannot. It's his- and as long as I have Late. breath in my lungs that I'm going to, I'm going to say his name and I, I can't wait to, you know, to actually meet you. Um, I intend to do that soon. Um, and and I know we're going to do great things together. Like I said, you always have a fam- family in me. And, and so you met you a new family member. Um, Thank you. And I, I'm always going to be here for you. Um, Thank you. If you need anything, I, I mean, I know I live, you know, all the way in Massachusetts, but Hey, whatever, just give oh, me four just give me 4 hours and um I'll be there. I need 4 hours to thank get you. <laughs> to get there. Thank you. Um thank but you. but I appreciate your tenacity and your strength and just speaking with yeah. you just uplifts me in a way because you have such strength. I I can't thank even you. um articulate into words what you must feel. And so just speaking with you on this segment is just amplifying all the work that must be done and and that we have to, in the midst of demise, we have to stay strong. We have to keep going and we have to keep loving and we can never forget what it is that we want, want to accomplish. And just speaking with you, you, you resonate that. I I hope you know that. And I hope you always remember that Brandon wouldn't have been who he was without you, that you are him. And that is something that you have to hold and be so proud that you did that. And
1: (laughs) I walk with him every day.
0: I can't wait to meet you. I can't wait to hug you, and I can't wait to do get into good trouble. (laughs) I can't wait to get into some good trouble with you.
1: That's right. Yes, thank you.
0: God bless you. And um, once again, his, his scholarship is the Brandon Hendricks scholarship. Um, I will scholarship fund and we will give that information and, um, please donate. Um, and please uh, take part of the candlelight vigil, which is going to happen on June 29th. And then on July 7th, there will be a Brandon peace day. Um, so please, um, take part of that. And, um, be well and let's take care of each other yep. and God bless. Thank you. Thank you so Thank much. You. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks.